0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Getting Close with Mike Marbach podcast. Uh, I am your host, Mike Marbach, and uh, I'm kind of surprised that I'm uh, doing this again so soon. Uh, it was just last week that I put one of these out, and all of last year I only had five. Uh, so at this rate, I'll probably beat that total uh, probably by March at least, um, don't quote me on that though. Uh, it's possible though, because, uh, I've, just this afternoon, I'll be sitting down with, uh, Kate Banford and Aaron Nevins of Five Dollar Comedy Week. And they also hosted the Without Awards, uh, this previous Sunday, which was a lot of fun. Well, speaking of those, uh, my other podcast, one of my other podcasts, uh, Stark Raven Mad won Best Podcast, which was uh, kind of surprising since it's really just something that focuses on Game of Thrones. Uh, but I guess uh, a lot of people listen. I didn't mention shit to anybody about uh, about it being up for anything. So it's a nice little surprise um, that ultimately means little to nothing. So that's cool. Um, shows for me that uh, I've got coming up, uh, I direct the future which uh, has a show on Saturday night at 9 p.m., uh, so you can check them out. It's actually almost sold out already, so uh, if you want to see that, then you may want to go online uh, to phillyimprovtheater.com and uh, buy your ticket in advance uh, because they are, um, they're actually almost gone. And I'm not just saying that so that you go and do this. I'm, I'm telling you legitimately they are almost sold out, uh, so do that. Uh, Speaking of Philly Improv Theater, of which I am the education director, uh, we're in the middle of a intro class sale, which means that all Improv 101, Sketch 101, and Stand Up 101 classes are $100 off. $199 for a full eight-week class. You still get the pass, which gets you into all shows for free. You get access to the improv practice groups, Uh, a whole bunch of different things that come along with being a student, not the least of which is just meeting new people. Some people have a feeling that uh, taking a class, a comedy class, is all about learning to be funny. It's not. Um, It's also about meeting people, like-minded people, that uh, do what you would like to do or what you already do. Uh, And there's nothing wrong with meeting new people and uh, having a pretty great time while you're at it. Uh, So go to phillyimprovtheater.com, check out our full complement of classes and some shows while you're at it. Save 100 bucks off intro classes now through Monday, February 2nd. My guest on this podcast, one of the staples of the Philly comedy scene, and that is Aubrey Williams. Uh, It was a real fun chat. Uh, We talked about uh, all her different projects, how she got her start, you know, all the usual things, Uh, Manny Petty, uh, Local Holiday Miracle uh goat rodeo their upcoming show which closes on uh thursday and friday of this week uh one thing we didn't mention is theme show of which manny petty is uh the host they host the theme show the next one is february 6th and the theme is all the lonely people where do they all come from uh or belong i'm not sure i'll look it up after this and uh Wish I had said the correct thing. One of the other things I forgot to bring up with her is a blog that she runs uh, that's called My 90s Headshots, uh, which is fantastic. Really funny. It's uh, people submit their 90s headshots, uh, and that's really all it is. But it's funny because of the 90s, guys. Uh, so go to uh, my90sheadshots.com. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's it. Um If not, Google it, and uh, Google will uh, correct me and take you to the right place. Um, Accept my apologies in advance if that's the case. Well, with all of that stuff said, enjoy as I get close with Aubrey Williams. Hello, everybody. My name is Mike Marback and I'm here with uh, Aubrey Williams. Hello. Hello, Aubrey. <laughs> Hello, Thanks Mike. For, how are uh, you? I'm good. Thanks for doing this.
1: Anytime. Thanks for having
0: uh, me. It's Tuesday. Full disclosure, we were supposed <laughs> to do this uh, yesterday, but we had the storm of the century. Yeah. Uh, which turned out not to be
1: All three anything. millimeters. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: and uh, between weather and me having to cover a, uh, a class for a little bit of time, uh, it's now... Tuesday,
1: it all gets done.
0: But we're getting this done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll start this the way I start all podcasts, uh, and I also noticed listening to the last one mm-hmm. that I say that at the beginning of just about every podcast. I'll start this the way I start most of these podcasts, uh, and that is what got you into comedy. You've been on the your friend of the podcast because yes. you were on with King Friday before. I
1: was, yeah, um, that was fun. While back, yeah, we ate chicken and donuts.
0: Yeah, <laughs> house team. Uh, Retired Fit House team, King Friday. Yes, indeed. Uh, But we didn't talk too much about you, because it was the whole team. Uh, But what got you into comedy?
1: Um, I started, I think think naturally, just as a child, the people I hung around with kind of got me prepped and primed for comedy. Um, But in college, I was a theater major at Temple University. And they offered an improv class, which scared me to death, uh, (laughs) with Bobby Block. And so I took... I took a class, and I really loved it, and I started their improv club um, because I had some free time and was willing to write up a contract, so. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: what's, uh, go back a little further, even, <clears throat> like, what got yeah. you interested in even theater or comedy in general?
1: Um, so, I was a little bit of a weird kid out of high school. I you don't say. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. I know. Aren't we all? Um. But I, I was, I realized I was really bad at acting, but I always like really loved watching it and loved, like was really impressed by people who could do it. So I like kind of was like, okay, I want to try that. And I like want to get good at it. So I just dedicated my time and money after high school to becoming good at theater and knowing that I was really bad. I think most theater majors, uh they're really good
0: (laughs) (laughs) why else would they do it yeah
1: why else would they do it but i was the opposite of that and i was like you know what i want to get good at this i'm just gonna like i'm gonna have a double major i'm gonna make one of them theater one of them pr and then see what happens and i really liked it um especially comedy when i had to do plays uh i really i was really comfortable when i was doing comedy so
0: yeah what uh what types of shows did you do not Um, types of shows but what are some of the names of the shows that you've done
1: So I did at Temple, I did Time of Your Life, which is not technically a comedy by William Soroyan. Uh, It's about three hours long, and that's when I actually wrote up the contract for the Temple Improv Club because I was in that play, and I had five lines uh, in a three-hour-long play. So I had this crazy wig and hat. I would say my five lines like 30 minutes into the play, go out to a kiosk computer, and type up a contract for the Temple Improv Club in full hair, makeup, costume from, like, the 30s.
0: You've brought it up a couple times now, but what is this contract that you're... What what do you have to... What does this mean? So to have a... I mean, I know what the word contract means. Sorry,
1: I know. I realize I should tell the uh, internet what it means. Um, Just me. I should tell... (laughs) Just you, yeah. Yeah, Uh, We'll be back
0: uh, after she explains this all to me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
1: right. (laughs) Um, So to be an official club at any university, you have to, like, write up a contract. You have to do all these, like stupid prelim steps uh that are not stupid but when you're when you're creating an improv club it's not like you know like a business club or something so you don't necessarily yeah. have to write a contract so you just make it up so i just bs a bunch of stuff and we became an official club <laughs> <laughs> which is cool yeah
0: uh, and you you started it
1: I did start it, yeah. Everyone in our class won, it won really badly, and we were all like, yeah, let's do this. And then we realized it was work, and I was like, you know what, I have free time. I'm going to put the work in because mm-hmm. we want this thing. And then as theater majors, uh, in the beginning it was kind of a struggle because everyone who said they wanted to be a part of it was in a play all the time. Mm-hmm. So uh, so it was like four or five of us really like working hard and uh, yeah. keeping it together. And then we did that for a year and a half, and then a bunch of people... Like, Caitlin Weigel, uh, all of uh, Bad James mm-hmm. basically came on, and they're what made it survive. Yeah. <laughs> because, it, uh,
0: and to this day, it's still around.
1: It is still around, uh, yeah. Bobby Lang was yeah, the yeah. president. It's, it's insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's really cool. It,
0: it's become like the um, the... the what do you call it? The, the Cambridge Footlights. Yeah, a little
1: bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only, exactly. it's, uh, only it's
0: a few years old. <laughs>
1: yes, and not sketch. And yeah, it does not have a
0: uh, hundred year long history. No.
1: Temple's um, <laughs> well, yeah. a little different than Cambridge. Yeah, Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but
0: there's still a lot of great people coming up through uh, through that club.
1: Yeah, I'm really proud of it. I just them.
0: mentioned two of them, Caitlin and, uh, and Bobby. Yeah.
1: And yeah, we've had Dom... Uh, Dom Lebo was in it. All the bad James people, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Laura Abernathy, who was on King Friday with me. So, yeah, it's been kind of a small world situation. I've seen those people in, like, improv club meetings and then realized how great they were and then just, like, kind of graduated and they took over. Yeah. And then, then I saw them perform and uh, knew, they would, knew they would take over the world. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, what was uh, of, the, of the Temple comedy life? Uh, what was one of the highlights there? Were you involved in Smash at all?
1: I was not involved in Smash, oddly enough. I think that kind of started right as I was going out. So I was kind of, I started Improv Club my last year there. And so I just basically kind of flew under the radar, and then Smash, I think, as it was kind of picking up, and uh, everyone. Like, the Bad James people were kind of getting involved. Smash was kind of taking off mm-hmm. at that point, too.
0: Was it people that were part of the improv club that started Temple Smash?
1: Uh, I believe so, yeah. I believe. Well, Scott McLennan actually was involved in the beginning of it, and he was on King Friday in the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had left King Friday since I had become a member, so our paths never crossed with that. Mm-hmm. But then I coached him on a... I was a mentor for his Iron Sketch team. Okay. <laughs> so
0: it's all full circle. Yeah, it is. It's I guess. A very It's circle-ish. Yeah,
1: kind of. It's um, a very large, weirdly shaped circle. Well, that's <laughs>
0: cool that you, you start the improv club, and then people from that go on to start the Temple St- Smash. Yeah, and everyone's... So, uh, what you're basically telling me is that you're responsible for comedy at Temple.
1: Um, no... I'm just kidding. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'll take full credit. Yes, I, yeah. I am 100% responsible for all comedy at Temple. Temple um, thanks
0: you. <laughs> As does...
1: Me. You're welcome. I. As does I. (laughs) As do I. (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, that's nice. Yeah. uh, To be able to leave that behind and still have that that happening.
1: Totally. Cool. And it had, you know, 10% to do with me and 90% (laughs) to do with everyone else afterwards. Because they really, they gave it life. They kept it living. Uh,
0: But it sounds like without this contract... None of this would yeah. be happening. the
1: dumb contract. They just, yeah, they, they,
0: they needed somebody to do the paperwork.
1: Exactly. Someone has to do the paperwork. <laughs> and I was a PR major, too, so I was I was pretty good at that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: Did you graduate a theater major?
1: Theater PR double, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, what other shows did you do?
1: I did a show... The Basically, my start in comedy came from a show I did. Uh, we had this thesis class where we had to do, as theater majors, we had to do an acting thesis... And it was a marathon of one-act plays. Mm -hmm. So we each got to basically choose our own, and we had a class of, like, 16 people, I think. And so we all kind of paired up, and we each got our one one one-act play that we had our eye on uh, and that we kind of made it ours. And then other people in the class would be in that one. And hopefully it synced up where everyone was in, like, one major thing. But in this class, I was the only one who wanted to do laundry and bourbon. uh, Oh, I know it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, So I got to play... Howdy, dealing because two people were gracious enough to uh, do double the work Mm -hmm. and be in two plays. Uh, And so, yeah, we did this for a weekend, and we did our plays three times a piece. uh, And we teched, like, I think we teched, like, the Thursday night, and we had an all-night tech because we had to tech all of these in a theater Mm -hmm. uh, in, like, one fell swoop. And it was, we were there from, like... (laughs) 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. I drove yeah. home to my family's house in the burbs. Came back for a test at 9 a.m. and uh, yeah, so yeah.
0: Uh, laundry and bourbon. That's is that two connected plays? Is that what what the deal is?
1: Uh, there's another. Yeah. There's a there's a counterpiece, uh Is it Lone Star? Lone Star yeah. yeah. The Lone. Is it Lone Star? I think it's Lone is, Star. Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. say Lone Star State because yeah, Texas. and that's
0: uh, I mean that's a funny show, but it, there's also dramatic elements to it.
1: Yeah, and both of them. I think Laundry and Bourbon has a little bit it's more heavy-handed comedy-wise. Yeah. Uh, and then I think Lone Star is more dramatic because it kind of delves in a little bit deeper to the husbands in the situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got to play Hattie Dealing, who was like the uh, bourbon-drinking mother of three, uh, and it was fun. It was something I had never like done before and wasn't, you know, quite sure i could do uh a i'm really bad at accents but i got the got the texan one down a little bit uh and i uh yeah it was fun it was cool. really cool and it was like a time where everyone was like oh like you really you know like you were good at that you made me laugh like yeah. keep doing it so it yeah. was a good that's neat yeah yeah um
0: fun. when i was in college oh. way back when <laughs> uh, i was kind of one of the uh, one of the kings of, of one act plays oh, that's uh, awesome. because i wasn't a i wasn't a theater major i was a television oh. and film major
1: that's awesome but
0: i kind of made my own track through the theater department oh nice um and they used to have this uh rule that if you had a show that had more than x number of parts okay. you could only cast something like five theater majors Wow! Uh, so I would get so I would get these pretty good roles because I I can act. That's amazing! Um, you know, oh,
1: Sweet.
0: I make people laugh.
1: That's awesome!
0: Um, and I won best uh, supporting actor Congrats. as a, as a non theater major. That's amazing! Uh, All those voted, voted by them, <laughs> voted by the theater majors as a non theater major. I won best supporting That's actor, which great. is which is pretty nice for. And I would, the show was hidden in this picture. Okay. Um Which was... I don't uh, know that I know it. It's actually... Was it a one-act? By Aaron Sorkin.
1: Oh, awesome. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
0: It's a one-act play by Aaron Sorkin. i going to
1: look uh, that
0: up. And it's pretty great. I actually staged it uh, as uh, part of Sideshow uh, when I was at the parlor a couple years ago.
1: Oh, amazing. I wonder yeah. if I saw that. I think I missed one... Did you do that a few times? Or? Uh, I think it had
0: three or four performances. Okay. Yeah. It was a really, really awesome. good show. It's Sweet. all about... Uh, this one guy with this one director trying to get uh-huh. the shot. He's, okay. He's, he, that's all he needs is the shot, and then this nice. whole movie is going to be great. Uh, and as, as he has this whole shot set up, four cows wander into the shot, and it's, like, so far away, but you, you can't really do anything about it. Yeah. Um, but that, that's that's the whole show. <laughs> that's is great. It's all about what I've just said.
1: Okay, And nice. it's pretty great. Sweet.
0: Pretty, pretty great. How and it's Aaron long? Sorkin, West Wing, Yeah, uh, the American president. Yeah. Or is it An American President? Mm. A few good men.
1: Is it an American? Newsroom. I'm just yeah. gonna name Newsroom. The, the, the <laughs> remainder of <laughs> the, the podcast will be me <laughs> naming Aaron
0: Sorkin shows. That's and great. films.
1: Was it like forty five minutes of that? Were mm-hmm. the cows always there? They were always there. Uh or did
0: they... they if if the show the show's about forty minutes okay. uh and for about thirty minutes, okay. cows are there.
1: Sweet. <laughs> <Nice>. Yeah. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> Sorry, it's all guys. cows. Ruined Um, it. (laughs) Well, that's
0: cool. How did you then get into, from the plays and theater uh, and improv club, how does that bring you to fit? Um, Or comedy in general?
1: I ended up, so I was a PR major there, and I met Bobby Block through uh, my improv class. So they needed a PR uh, intern, basically, fit at that point, Uh, and Bobby needed one for tongue and groove. So I basically jumped in, uh, started doing PR For credits, for Bobby, for Tongue and Groove. And (laughs) then I worked at the Arden Theater with Alexis Simpson. And so I did PR, uh, some press release stuff for them. And then, yeah, and then had just started taking classes through that. Alexis knew me, so she cast me in, like, one, like, one-off show called Homes Versus Homes Versus Homelessness, which was a a fundraiser for Project Home. uh, And it was... Matt Holmes versus... It was a cage match with Matt Holmes versus a team of Matt Holmes, uh, played by me, Charles Rosen, Rick Werner, uh, Mark Dames, Jess Snow.
0: Were you guys all doing Matt Holmes impressions? We were, yes. (laughs) 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 Um, So, uh, the third improv that we're going to talk about is... um, yeah, he was and just on the podcast, friend of the podcast, Matt on, Holmes.
1: Yeah, he was the last one. Uh, so again, full circle. We're going to come full <laughs> circle with every single thing we say, Itch. ish. Yeah, and uh, ish. the cool thing about that show was that was the first Matt and. Uh, yeah, I said okay. that in a very Delco accent. All right. and, uh, <laughs> yeah, his first Matt and show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And my cousin was the first Matt Akhame. person on stage. Uh, she was the first Matt ender because she came to my show along with like three other family members and no one else was brave enough to raise their hands. You're like...
0: Right now, I'm getting the impression you're like, you're like the Farz Gump of Philly Improv. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just felt like starting a club. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I just
0: wanted to perform. Know. Yeah. And then you end up being in the first Mad and You end up starting the Temple Improv Club. Yeah. Uh, I just
1: kind of <laughs> float by. I just kind of agree. Like, I've always been around people who yes end before I started improv, so I just kind of was like, yeah, I'll do whatever you need me to do. <laughs> Uh, And it, you know, kind of created things that are still around, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, I never thought that yes ending would create all these things, but they did.
0: Oh, for sure. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I talk about it in classes all the time, uh, and I even have to preface it sometimes and be like, this is going to be corny. Yeah. And you're going to laugh after I say it, but if you really do start applying a lot of the improv philosophies to just general life... Anything, yeah. Yeah. you're going to be a happier person. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You're going to find yourself in more opportunities. Exactly. Um, people
1: will see you yeah. and think you're a responsible human being. Yeah. Because um, you are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes. <laughs> I, mean, I think
0: maybe it's a, uh, I think that's part of the thing that gives improv. It's uh, a lure, yeah. but also it's uh, cultish almost aspect that yes. some people seem to think uh, exists. Yeah.
1: A and so people, people are correct. <laughs> yeah, 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 all the time. <laughs> Drink the Kool Aid, right? Yeah, uh, but no, it's a great, it's a great philosophy to have for everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't want to be an improviser, even if you don't want to start a club or a team or do any of this, uh, it's just you know, we we'll all be better for it. Yeah, be <laughs> be a
0: good human being is exactly. basically what it boils down to. Yeah, listen, uh, just like support. in an, an <laughs> improv scene, yeah, yeah. listen, support, yeah. agree, exactly. Uh, there are worse things in the world.
1: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And yep. you will build something really cool and not know you're building it. So
0: Okay, uh, so how exactly did you, did you get into King Friday?
1: Um, I auditioned. Oh, uh, okay,
0: <laughs> I've heard of those.
1: So for, I think I auditioned for the first two sets of house teams, got called back, didn't make it. Um, and then the third time around, I got, I think that's the way it was, I think I auditioned for there were two sets of house teams and then Did you audition
0: during the asteroid castings? I think I did I feel like you did.
1: I feel like asteroid castings were when King Friday was casting extra people. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yes I definitely did because I got cast on King Friday through that. Um but I think there was uh Everything Must Go and God why can't I remember names right now? That's why I need to write stuff down. Um what was the other one everything must go
0: what do you i'm not sure what the first
1: to... two fit house teams. oh there was
0: uh, everything must go fletcher
1: fletcher yes um and activity book activity book yes those were the ones i was blanking on uh, so yeah i auditioned for all because they auditioned two of them and then the third one at a separate time right
0: does that uh well there's been so long yeah now. they were, they <laughs> were far eye. apart those auditions yes because uh, those were I think 2009 okay uh, asteroid uh, slash King Friday extras was the spring of 2010
1: 10 yes okay so maybe I just auditioned once before King Friday yeah. uh, and thought it was twice but I, For some reason I thought I did it's this. all right okay <laughs> <laughs> it's all right cut that out it's uh, boring um no this yeah. is all boring <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> that's
0: what, i mean, I, mean that. I just said that in the last <laughs> podcast that i did is like i worry because i have so many questions and i'm so interested in i'm genuinely interested in what i'm asking uh that the people answering sometimes think like why am i even answering this this is boring oh no um and then i re-listen to them like oh god people are gonna think this is boring
1: <laughs> they're listening to it um they how was the
0: run it. on king friday
1: it was great i mean i had i i was in there at a good time that was like the first time i had ever seen or met shannon devito was in callbacks and that's actually the first time i had seen like had conversations with most of king friday i had seen them perform like a few times and really liked them hmm. and i remember seeing them once and being like oh man and that was it. I didn't go to the uh, original King Friday audition for the Three Mad Rituals for the Fringe mm. uh, because I was on family vacation. And I was like, I saw King Friday, and I was like, oh, man. This the Lost like- Fit
0: House Team family vacation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs>
1: no, I was actually on family vacation. Uh, okay. um, <laughs>
0: well, I saw the show. It was pretty great.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'll tell my dad. pass it movies. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 right. <laughs> um, sorry, getting sidetracked. But, so, yeah, I remember thinking very specifically that, like, I was like, oh, man, like, I wish I would audition for King Friday, because these guys are, like, really great, and I think I would get along well with all of them, and then I, like, never had a conversation with any of them until callbacks, so I got a callback, and I almost didn't go uh, because of some dumb thing, like it was cold out or something, (laughs) or... It was hot out. <laughs> One <laughs> of the two. Yeah.
0: It had to, you're like the Only Goldilocks of so yeah. auditioning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be just yeah, yeah, right. Just right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so, yeah. So I I went out, um, and I was in a room full of insanely talented callbacks. Um, well, not callbacks, but, like, people who were mm-hmm. auditioning for callbacks. And uh, callbacks aren't just, you know, that's not the way to talk about them. Yeah, yeah. Callbacks. All the greatest callbacks. Um, But no, so many talented people. I think some of the asteroids may have been in our callback Mm -hmm. room. I think Caroline Mm -hmm. Rhodes was. Um, Mm -hmm. And then who else? There were tons of, that was so long ago. Um, But Shannon DeVito was in there. And uh, we ended up being the two who were cast on King Friday. Um, Great. So, yeah, yeah. It's really cool, and uh, the rest is history, as they say. Yes, <laughs> uh,
0: and if you want to get into detail with that history, you can go to the, the Getting Close <laughs> archives
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and right.
0: listen to uh, Getting Close with King Friday. King Friday, yeah. yeah.
1: JP lives in it. Well, we've had so many members uh, since me and me and Sean got cast. We, had, we added Maggie Keegan, uh, Kate and Andrew were our next round of additions.
0: Uh, Maggie Keegan was on King Friday.
1: Maggie Keegan was actually on King Friday, what? for she performed like twice with us.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, like, how do how do I not even know that?
1: No, she was a hundred percent. Maybe I just don't remember. Yeah, it's okay. She had like two Shuban shows with us, and we had so many people at that point that like we did get comfortable with like, okay, you know, if you can't make it, you can't make it. Mm. Uh, and Kate and Andrew were on our team. Uh, I think also a lot of people forget that because like we had the new King Friday for a little bit and then we kinda everyone yeah. everyone got super busy, uh, as as is the way always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: Uh well let's get into uh what do we want to get into? Uh let's get into Manny Petty. Ooh
1: yes. Let's. Uh so
0: <laughs> Manny Petty's been through uh, a couple uh additions. Yes. Uh people move. Yes. different places so you uh you replace them
1: which is great uh, yeah.
0: even though everybody that has been in that group is irreplaceable exactly um you, add, you add
1: we to manage group. to find uh, pretty freaking awesome people yeah. <laughs> it is
0: uh
1: it's a great city for that we have people who like it's always a tough thing when we're trying to like figure out who we add next to the next gen of Mani Petty, because you'll have, like, ten names in mind, and you'll be mm-hmm. like, oh, we can only take three, and, like, next time, next yeah. time. <laughs> well, uh, let's
0: get to the, the original. Original, uh, yes. Who? How did, how did Mani Petty come to, to be?
1: So, Madonna Refugia, uh, who now lives in New York, she was on a show at Taboo. Uh, she was part of uh, Pop, I think it was called pop comedy or something like that and carl bakuti a whole bunch of people who uh whose you know names everyone will know uh we're on that team uh I th- hey I don't this think reaches different...
0: worldwide audience <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah there's right. gonna be
0: some people that don't know who carl bakuti is yes
1: well he's on uh not. he's on dog mountain he's wonderful yeah, um he's fantastic yes carl <laughs> carl yeah but yeah, there were a few people I didn't know on that, that team, uh, and I had never seen them perform because I didn't know Madonna when she was involved with that. So um, she ended up needing an all-girl group for like one sketch for this comedy show. And so she had sketch classes with some people, Brianna Kelly, Shannon Brown. She actually met Kate Thompson at a Sketchup or Shut up. She had been going to sketchups or shutups. Uh, Sketch up or shut ups Uh, (laughs) Sketch sketch ups Or shut ups ups. Uh, (laughs) To kind of like Keep her eye out for people She thought were good performers or writers And like who kind of vibed with her uh, Vibed with her (laughs) Vibes (laughs) Vibes with her uh, uh, (laughs) And so yeah she found Kate Thompson uh, Shannon Brown And then Brianna Kelly She had taken a sketch 101 I think with uh, Brian Kelly, confusing. <laughs> Add yep. an A, boom, you have Brianna Kelly. So many emails and texts sent to Brian Kelly during the course of Manny Petty. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, so so she ended up knowing that I did Local Holiday Miracle, which I'll shout out Local Holiday Miracle. It oh, yeah. was my first ever sketch uh, duo with Andrea Kuhar. And so we had been doing, we went to like a sketch up once. Um, we had taken a women-in-comedy boot camp through 1812.
0: Be- boot camp. There's that Philly.
1: <laughs> yeah, boot camp. Took a uh, women-in-comedy boot camp. And uh, we... Uh, right uh, outside of a House of Bargains. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eat some hoogies uh, on break. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we formed... Uh, the whole women-in-comedy boot camp was like, yeah, let's do sketch comedy. Like, we did some in this boot camp. We all love it. And out of the eight girls... Uh, two of us ended up committing to it, and that was me and Andrea. Mm. And we looked up uh, fit comedy, like, sketch stuff, and we found Sketch Up or Shut Up. Great. And we went to it when Meg Favreau was the uh, was the host, and uh, we kept doing it uh, long after she retired to move to <laughs> LA. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first, I think the first night we were on, we were immediately before or after the FICO brothers who did Coach and Kid, uh, if you don't know it look it up, Yeah, uh, and it was freaking great, and then me and Andrea come up and the first time we ever did anything and then like afterwards, Secret Pants and the FICO brothers, and Meg and Rob, and everyone was like oh, if you need help, like, keep doing sketch comedy, like, whatever you need, we'll do it, and then like, Paul shot our first video for us, <laughs> Kristen Shear was in it, Michael Tomasetti was in it Ralph Andracchio was in it, it was like crazy how like yeah quickly that spirals out of control but uh yeah. so madonna had known me through that uh through basically like camp woods telling her like oh aubrey does sketch on this this uh duo with uh, andrea you should check him out and uh so i don't know that we had we did have one show i think she saw uh and i guess she liked she liked us <laughs> <So> <laughs> she asked me to be a part yeah. of manny petty and uh and, yeah, and I was taking, actually, at the same time... I know, this is so boring as I'm saying it. I'm going back to what she said. I'm like, oh, who wants to it's hear this? It's not boring. <laughs> um, thank you. Uh, but going back to, like... Uh, Brianna and I were taking a class with Carl Picuti. Uh, we were taking a Kevin Allison from the state. Yeah. He did a sketch class where you basically wrote a show and performed it. So everyone, like, got to choose their sketch that they liked uh, to be in the show. And so Brianna was in my sketch, um, and so we, like, we were in this class together, and I was like, oh, this girl's great, like, this girl's amazing. She's
0: so intense. She's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah.
1: And now she's in wire. I'll, I'll get to the plugs later uh, of other Manny petty groups but, uh, that have yeah. since formed. Um, but, yeah, I remember thinking, like, oh, man, I hope I get to work with her again. And then, like, the last class... We were like talking, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I'm in." Madonna asked me to be in Mani Petty, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm in Mani <laughs> Petty. Like Madonna sent me an email. She just secretly sent us all emails, like no one knows who's in it. Yeah. We're gonna have to wear like cloaks and like yeah. take up a show wine. up at that <laughs> yeah. corner yeah. Yeah.
0: of a mansion.
1: Yes. Ah, uh, next the next round of people will make them show up in a mansion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give them a map yeah. made out of uh,
0: show up at this mansion, and then a a van pulls up and takes you somewhere else.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like Jawbreaker style, and then hopefully no one gets hurt because we need a sketch group. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was the original, and we kept going for... I think we had all five for over a little over a year. Um, we hadn't been doing it for so long when we got on the cover. I think we formed in August, and I think the following... Like a year and a few odd months, uh, we were on the cover of Philadelphia Weekly mm-hmm. um, because Nicole Fink had seen us yeah. and liked us. Uh, and that was really cool Yeah, and crazy uh, to see your face around the city. Yeah. Uh, but it was also like Black Friday weekend, <laughs> so like no one like took a paper because they were doing holiday <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, it, it is pretty great to see uh, because it's your face, but you're yeah. also kind of, in a way, representing... Philly comedy, and exactly. so it was like, Philly comedy is yeah. on the corner. And well, for the first week, it's a, it's in the newsstand around the corner, and then for the second week, it's in the gutter. Yes, exactly. It's on the <laughs> yeah. bus floor. Packing glasses
1: <laughs> for people who are moving, uh, all of that, yes. And we were the second, actually, Kristen and Amy, the Kristen and yeah. Amy show, Amy and Kristen mm-hmm. show. Amy and Kristen show Kristen and Amy show sorry yep. guys <laughs> then, same difference yeah I know I just like to yeah. get it both like first uh, for both of them and then second for both of mm. them just to even it out <laughs> and then Jess
0: Ross got added
1: yes Jess Ross was uh, Shannon Brown moved to LA um, when was that I don't know uh, not, not too like important January of last year yeah it was a year
0: or two years ago
1: yeah it was over she's been yeah I think she's been there for a year and some odd months so yeah and then we added Jess Ross, um, which was great, and she was immediately... I remember being the one to ask Jess Ross, so we had all agreed upon Jess Ross. And I was at uh, Amy Rose going away party, like her last like uh, hurrah at her apartment. Mm-hmm. And so I remember waiting for the bathroom, and I was like up there, and Jess was also waiting for the bathroom. And I was like, hey, Jess, uh... Can I ask you a question? Oh <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that's, that's exactly how <laughs> yeah. it It And so I asked her to be a part of Manny Petty and she said she said yes, um which was great <laughs> for us. And so I texted everyone else in Manny Petty. I was like, okay. I drunkenly asked Jess uh, outside of a bathroom. Brian said, Kelly yes got a there. text
0: instead of Brianna Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: not that time. There were <laughs> and many. Brian's like, Why do I even care yeah, about yeah. Jess Ross? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He showed up at rehearsals <laughs> in a wig. Um, it was great. <laughs> yeah. So yes, we added Jess, and she was there for a long time. We did a lot of festivals uh, with Jess Ross. We did the Women in Comedy Festival mm-hmm. in Boston. We did. Uh, the Chicago, I'm going to name every women's comedy festival, <laughs> yes. Chicago Women's Funny Festival <laughs> in uh, in Chicago. Chicago's Women's Funny Festival in Chicago, yes. Um, that's where my brain is. Beep. Um, yeah, and then we did, what else did we do? We did like New York with Jess. We did the Philly Sketch Fest with Jess. Um, and our first, Manny Petty's first festival was ladies are funny festival just to get all the female comedy Mm -hmm. festivals out of the way um but that was so cool because that was our first festival it was in austin uh and we basically hadn't been around for that long and we were accepted into this festival uh i think that was in may and we had formed in august and we basically didn't perform as a full group like full shows till september or october i think Mm -hmm. so to get in a festival in may and a festival of that caliber it was really cool and we ended up being like on a friday night at like 9 p.m and mary joe peel from a uh, mystery science theater was like the first like the opener in the sin the block of like it was crazy yeah. um and they were like so hospitable because that was my first sketch comedy festival uh and improv festivals everyone was so hospitable but we were never like that far away from home, mm-hmm. and we had bought tickets to see Sue Galloway's one way uh, one woman show the night that we arrived there. So we like planned our uh, flight really like we had like six hours in between.
0: I don't know Sue who Sue Galloway.
1: Sue Galloway is she was on Thirty Rock. She was like the German blonde's writer. Uh, she, uh, she's I know she's done other great things. Her show I'm was sure. phenomenal. Uh, it's not her. It's me. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's okay <laughs> Look her and Google her. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she's the blonde, I guess most notably the blonde, uh, the blonde writer and The Writer. Sorry okay. for 30 Rock. Uh, so we had gotten these tickets uh, thinking we had plenty of time to, like, get to the hotel, get a cab, do all that stuff, get showers. Uh, and we did uh, not because our flight was delayed. So uh, Julie Gillis, who was the head of the festival... Ended up getting a babysitter, having her husband drive to the airport to pick us up, take us to our hotel, wait while we got ready, got us to the theater, and was like, here's where food is, like, here's a drink, like, pretty awesome. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to gush about yeah. Ladies are Funny. That great. festival hasn't been back since, and I hope uh, it comes back soon, um, because it was great. So, uh,
0: uh, What is the, well, Jess moved, Brianna moved, Madonna moved. moved yes. Uh,
1: Shannon moved, Shannon Caitlin moved, moved. Yeah. Uh, I am the only OG left, <laughs> the original uh, gangsta. Uh, okay,
0: uh, so who, who do we got right now? We, got, uh, we have
1: a lot of insanely talented people, we have, uh, so the, I guess the, so we're on fifth gen right now, so the fourth gen was me, Corinne Wells, Caitlin Weigel, Jackie Baker, uh, and then we had Brianna for a while, and then Brianna moved. And now we have uh, all of the aforementioned, and Molly Silverman, Kate Bamford, and Tara Demi. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Pretty that's crazy. That's a pretty, pretty all star cast.
1: Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Uh, there's so much talent in the city. It's insane.
0: Uh, one of my favorite things about uh, Manny Petty is always the photo shoots.
1: Oh, thank you. Uh, They're fun. Are they <laughs> all
0: done by Aaron Pitts?
1: Um, The first one was actually done by Kate Thompson's sister, Andrea Thompson. And <laughs> okay. it was like. I had known Kate a little bit through improv, but, like, we weren't, like, super... Like, we took pictures, I think, before we did anything else for Manny Petty, so, like, we were still getting to know each other, and, like, it was hilarious, but Kate's sister mistook me for Kate and punched me in the butt. What? <laughs> yeah, so, like, she, like, saw the back... Like, she was walking down the hallway. I'm gonna put this in the podcast, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Andrea. Um so she like saw the back of my head, me and Kate Thompson look nothing alike, but this was like the second time we've been mistaken for each other. Yeah. I think it's cause we're the same height and have like kind of a similar hair cut. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know. But, uh, so Andrea like punched yeah. me and I was like, yada, 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 she, yada, yada, me she punched Kate. me in the butt. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and she was like, Oh my God, I thought you were Kate. <laughs> and, uh. So me and Kate look nothing alike, but we get in so I, I guess that's a
0: day. thing that happens with those two.
1: Yeah, that's, that is, I <laughs> guess, a, a, Thompson, a yeah. Thompson thing. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, Thompson family. Um,
0: uh, and Aaron has done?
1: Aaron has done, I think, all of them since. We had one, uh, our friend Kim did a thing for 215 Magazine, so she took some pictures for us, and those are the ones in the candy store with, like, the lollipops mm-hmm. and, like, the candy and us, like, punching each other. Um and then yeah every other single single mani petty photo should have been Aaron Pitts so yeah uh, <laughs> well, the great.
0: photos are fantastic Oh thank you Yeah like really fun um disgusting at times Yeah like we the, try. the one with the all the foods shoving them down your throats
1: Oh yeah that one was uh, done right here <laughs> That was that was done in the fit office Yeah yeah um, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> We ran it pie we ran a- <laughs> We got the <laughs> we got the green light. I don't think they were fully aware of what we were doing. Yeah, it uh, was a mess. We cleaned up. We cleaned up well, though. We didn't yeah. leave a mess.
0: Um,
1: thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I
0: mean, I guess if anybody needs any photos done, Erin uh, Pitt's, Pitts Photography. Photography
1: please uh, go check ahead. her out. Yeah, she's
0: um, uh, I guess we could just talk about this now.
1: Okay. Congratulations,
0: uh, two-time Philly Comedy Award-winning. Oh, uh, thank you, Manny Petty.
1: Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's crazy. Best sketch
0: group and best live sketch?
1: Best live sketch, Salt. Jessica Ross uh, wrote that one. She now lives in L.A., so... uh, Yeah, it's really cool. Um, Last year I gave Madonna the first plaque, so she has that in New York with her. Mm -hmm. uh, She is the creator. Um, Madonna.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Aside from the fact that you're all women... Yeah. Uh what, what is one of the things that you think kind of separates Manny Petty from other sketch groups in Philly or beyond really?
1: Um, I mean I mean I think every I think all Philly sketch groups have a really good work ethic. Um so I think we're all kind of in the same boat that way. Manny Petty every time we cast, we make sure people we cast people who are writing a lot and performing a lot in different kind of ways, like improv, mm. sketch, um, and doing a lot of things because you grow exponentially doing that, and like, not a lot of people sketch like writing. is it's time, man. It takes yeah. time, uh, and you know you have to you have to just stick with it and like keep trying to get better and keep producing these like five minute sketches that may not see the light of day or they might. Um, and so yeah, we always try and keep that in mind when cast, casting new people. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, I think all of the I think. We learned from the best. I mean, we had Camp Woods. Madonna was also in Camp Woods. So, yeah. like, we had that kind of, like, helping, uh, you know, like, teaching us. Uh, and then we had, like, we had Camp Woods, Secret Pants, Megan Rob, the examples, mm-hmm. uh, Fico Brothers. Um, so, yeah, we were basically wanted to just, like, you know, do them a little bit of justice. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and
0: like you said earlier, it's not just about the example that... Uh, a bunch of people within Philly set. Yeah. Um many of them are also very willing to help you.
1: Exactly, yes. Um it's crazy. I mean, I love that about the city and I think everyone here does. I mean, it would be silly not to love that. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, anytime I can help with anything, I do and I think that's what like it's a constant circle of like, you know, whatever you can do, you'll do mm-hmm. and uh and it just makes everything better. Mhm. Why wouldn't you? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh with the without awards Mm -hmm. uh did you guys have i mean i guess it's it's tough to have an indication of whether or not you'd you'd win did you have any did you have a feeling you would or did you think you wouldn't
1: no um i don't think we ever expect to i mean every single group up for it is like insane and like our favorites um even though some of us are like i think jackie baker was up for like three against herself um so yeah, oh, no. yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> incredible Shrinking Matt and Jackie. Flat Earth, Flat Earth Manny and Petty, Manny yeah. Petty.
1: Yeah. So yeah, no, it's one of those things like there I mean, it sounds so dumb and cliche, but like there are no losers. It's really cool to be just, you know, mm-hmm. recognized by your peers. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we last year I was a host with Daryl Charles and I didn't even know who the winners were of anything. Like mm-hmm. um, I didn't expect it to be Manny Petty. Secret Pants has been around for so long, man. Um, and they're yeah. like, the best, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's great. It's a silly, you know. The whatever awards are great, but you know, we all just gotta keep working hard. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. who like who is deemed yeah. the. Without. I was talking
0: to uh, Joe Moore mm-hmm. uh, oh, about the
1: greatest man, uh,
0: some award stuff yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, and he said something which I thought was pretty good, which was uh, the spirit of the awards, awards, the spirit of the awards. Turning into Carson, yes, the spirit of the awards is in the giving of the award not the getting the, of the award exactly um which uh, awesome. i think gets lost uh, in you know through the process yeah. at times um but it's about recognizing people that that do work, work, work yeah um but the fact is that all yeah like you said all yeah. the nominees there anybody could have everyone could have gets won. yeah yeah
1: that's the thing like everyone gets recognized you know um in that award show, and it's really cool, but then, like, it does, like, kind of feel weird when, like, there's... uh, It's great, though. I mean, it's great for festivals and stuff, too, to, like, apply. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, that's... Either way, we would still keep going and doing... I think everyone involved in any uh, aspect of comedy in Philly, you know, we're going to work hard, regardless. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I don't know that anybody right now... I mean, maybe it'll get to that point, but Mm -hmm. I don't know anybody right now that is, like... uh, New Year's resolution to get that, get that plaque.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> to take that plaque home to exactly, mom. Yeah, right. Um, uh, yeah. yeah,
0: I mean that that should be the that should really be the the feeling is that it is a fun exactly. night uh, let's get together let's have a good time let's exactly. not insult each we other Yeah, get and, to do
1: that. Yeah. and, the, and it's, it's like all be yeah, cool. it's like a spoof like it's a spoof of a comedy like an award show um, which is really cool mm-hmm. in that sense that we all get to have fun and yeah. you know kick back and you know people take it seriously I'd like to see
0: some seriously. more spoof awards yeah, I think me that, too. Would, that would help with the there, idea
1: yeah there's usually like an in memoriam and stuff but I know a lot of the people involved were in like San Fran for Sketchfest, and like yeah. there were um, and also, I think they were doing everything live this year, besides like the uh, clips of the videos. so yeah. that was cool. Uh, it was too. Kate and Aaron. Kate and Aaron. Uh, yes. Kate
0: Banford of Manny Petty. Oh,
1: Manny Petty.
0: Uh, <laughs> and Aaron Evans, uh, who does Hang On.
1: Hang On. And um, Five dollar comedy week together.
0: Together. We do now. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to be sitting down with them um, mm. soon.
1: Awesome. Uh,
0: as a preview for $5 Comedy Week and maybe a little bit of a wrap-up for the Without Awards. Oh, to talk to them today about that.
1: Nice. So that'll be cool. Oh, I can't wait. Um,
0: get into the process um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to both of them because I oh. don't talk to either of them much at all. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I see Aaron every once in a while on the street and be like, "Hey, when's your next show?" And he tells me, and I don't go.
1: Oh, okay. uh, not because,
0: <laughs> not because uh, I don't want to or anything. Just because uh, there's
1: competing. There's things so up.
0: many. Th- yeah, there's so many things going yeah. on that that I, I'm involved with, and exactly that I have to be around for the theater for and things like that.
1: Yeah, and that's um, a good thing about this community too. Like now we're at a point where there's so many competing things that like pack the house and you know rehearsals, but everyone's so understanding and like mm-hmm. laid back, and you know will still help you out if, even if you don't see all their. Shows. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I moved, and I say everybody listening to the podcast, you know this, but I moved here in two thousand nine. Yes. And there were days of the week where there wasn't a show. Yeah. There were days of the week where there wasn't a comedy show, at least uh, insofar as a sketch show or a long form improv show. Oh yeah. Uh, to go and now to have five plus options on yeah. any given night, five different venues at least at, and that's it's, at minimum that's, yeah that's kind of crazy
1: it's great I mean going you know way back way way back but when I did PR for Fit I think it was like 2007 6 or 7 and there I remember seeing a show uh, seeing I Eat Pandas which is an insanely great musical duo from New York okay, Eliza yeah. Skinner uh, and so they were here at the Shubin Theater and I think the audience was like 5 people it was like me Greg Alexis mark dames and then like a stranger <laughs> and it was like I, th- I don't think it was like a tuesday night like i think it was like a thursday or friday night i mm-hmm. could be wrong i'll fact check with greg later right after <laughs> yeah it. we'll update uh, we'll <laughs> the podcast yeah yeah be in our apology section yeah yeah
0: um all right uh well let's get into goat rodeo a yes. bit um you're in Goat Rodeo. I am indeed, yeah. <laughs> fit uh, House Sketch Team, yeah, is that the, how it's said?
1: The newest, yeah, Fit Sketch House Team, because if you say Philly Improv Theater Sketch House Team, it gets... It's a
0: little, <laughs> little bit of a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so you're on Goat Rodeo. Yeah. Uh, the newer of the teams.
1: Yeah, um, the newest. You've had How many shows th- have you done? We've done four, actually. We do them, actually, like, every time I check uh, time hop on my phone, <laughs> it's like... Exactly. Like one year ago today is exactly what we were doing in Goat <laughs> Rodeo. Like this year, like it's like, oh, we're in rehearsals. Oh, we're mm-hmm. doing tech. Oh, tonight's tech. Um, so yeah, we've had four shows. We opened in the Fringe a year and a half ago. Yeah, and then we did uh, Cart Before the Horse was our first one
0: with one of my favorite sketches of all time. Uh, bank I Jail, jail yeah, Chris McGrath. so funny. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Chris McGraw himself is just oh, yeah the best, hysterical.
1: I'm gonna say the best about so many people in Philly yeah. comedy because it's it's honest to god. Drew. You're all the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're all the best. You're all my favorites. Um,
0: uh, so you just opened last week. Uh, Disney's uh, yeah Frozen. So,
1: Good Radio presents <laughs> Disney Frozen. Uh, okay. for for all the Delco people out there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we like to say it. Uh, it came about in a rehearsal. I wasn't there. Uh, they read a sketch about uh, Disney, police and Disney, um, which we'll, you will see on our show. And uh, so they were just throwing around like jokey things. And someone said like, oh, you know, like when they get grandparents to like trick grandparents into buying these like knockoff like transmorphers, <laughs> like, <laughs> pay like $30 for a DVD that's not Disney. Yeah. So we're doing that. Banking on that Disney money.
0: Okay. Uh, I got a, a phone call today because we are in the fit office, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a woman okay. uh, who was looking s- to bring everybody? a group. No, no. no. Uh, it, was, it was Walt Disney. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, ah, no, it back was, from the dead. Yeah, a woman calling to ask uh, about shows mm-hmm. uh, and wanted to know about this about Disney's Frozen. She wanted to make sure, because she's bringing a bunch of guys to the show, okay. that it wasn't going to be a half hour of parodies, parodies about Disney's Frozen.
1: Oh, no, it is not. There's not even any... (laughs) You'll see. uh, That's that's pretty
0: much what I said. I was like, ma'am, I haven't seen the the show yet. But from what I've seen, it's probably just the title.
1: Yeah. There's (laughs) one (laughs) Disney's Country. There's a a few. We tie it in pretty well. Uh, I don't want to give anything away. Just come see it Thursday, Friday. It'll be awesome. Um, And, yeah, we get... Hopefully they're they're adult males because sometimes I'm like, are people trying to bring kids to sketch shows? Because <laughs> uh,
0: some people try.
1: Yeah, I actually our first sketch show I had the I'm a nanny and I had the kids I nanny for come to see the show and it was the first Go Rodeo show was pretty PG so yeah, they I think could. So. yeah. Uh, so yeah, they they liked Bank Jail Jail Bank. Too. Cool. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: do you write for? Both Manny Petty and Goat Rodeo?
1: I do, yeah. I was cast as a writer first for Goat Rodeo. Um, so I submitted my packet and uh, I was uh, crossing my fingers because Christian Alsace and Sam Russell Craig, uh, I was really like, yeah, gone in for it. By some weird twist of fate, I <laughs> <laughs> got it. And uh, yeah, so, and then I auditioned. Uh, we were here for, I was one of the writers who were here for the uh, the actor auditions. And so we got to basically... Uh, we had our audition pieces um, planned. And mm-hmm. then we, like... There were so many auditions that day. Yeah. But we saw some really great people. Um, and my favorite... I don't know if I can... I guess I can say it. My favorite audition... Well, there were two. Zach Uzupis, uh did these monologues and these characters and came in with, like, this big duffel bag like prop like oh so great it was so great he did like the one like the bird who always like shit in his eye um, and he did like all these insane things and, uh, and then Kate Thompson came in with thank you notes thank you notes in envelopes and handed one to each of us and inside it just had a winky face like she drew like uh-huh. an emoticon winky face, and there was a dollar bill in there, <laughs> so she was bribing us <laughs> right off the bat. And she's super talented. That's yeah. she, the bribe didn't you know get her cast on her right. team, but then she went through a list of Will's her, her mollets,
0: assertive uh, parent character is probably what got her. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I that gray a, wig. I knew a thing or two about the dad wig. Uh, yeah. I owned it for most... Of, I, I don't know where it is now. It's probably in my stash somewhere. Uh, but that dad wig is a zombie wig I bought from Masquerade. And it has green highlights in it. Like, I can't believe people let us get away with that. But it became like a staple yeah. of Mani Petty. Um, yeah. But yes. And then Kate Thompson went through a list of wills, won'ts, and uh, can't yet. So she was <laughs> like... Oh, I will do this. I won't do this. I can't do a handstand, but in two and a half weeks, like <laughs> <laughs> just silly, silly things um, mm. that you know probably aren't interesting to anyone but me. So but. you
0: submitted as a writer, but now you're a writer-performer.
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah, we were cast as um, performers as well. Uh, so Sam Russell Craig basically, and Christian also had. Final say, I guess. Okay. So, yeah. They had seen us perform in other things. Yeah. Chris McGrail, Aaron Herzog, and myself were the only writer performers, but now it's Jimmy Hawk, uh, myself, Chris McGrail, uh, Zach Zupis is now a writer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, cool. it's cool. It's uh,
0: cool. If you're writing for Manny Petty and you're writing for Goat Rodeo, Goat Rodeo, Gate rodeo. Uh, how do you decide, like, oh, this what is goes to who?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this
0: sketch is pretty great. Uh, Manny Petty or Gate Rodeo?
1: Sometimes, really easily. Usually, I try and think of the cast in my mind, and if it's Manny Petty, it's Manny Petty's. <laughs> if it's <laughs> Goat Rodeo, it's Goat Rodeo's. Um, yeah, it depends on, and the thing about both teams is there's so many great writers that, like, there's so much great material coming out always, like, mm. on both, like, just everywhere, um, that, yeah, that I will... Sometimes be like, oh, like maybe this is mani Petty, but maybe, like, you know, if like our show's stacked with this, like I'll pitch it to them. If they're like not feeling it, then I'll just like take it over here. Yeah, I think I can say I do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not lazy, sure. but uh, <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Uh, how do the experiences differ between because you're gonna get some people that do several different sketch groups? Yeah, uh, so what's some insight into how? The workings of Manny Petty work uh, versus the workings of Goat Rodeo.
1: Well, the main difference, and except it's going to change tonight, um, <laughs> well, we have a guest director tonight. And we've Manny Petty's never had a director. Uh, and there's always been, like, it's always been a pretty large group. But everyone's pretty, everyone's been performing for a while. Mm-hmm. And so we all kind of know what we're capable of. Sure. And, like, we also can be outside eyes and be like, oh, like, maybe we can try this. So we kind of self-direct in Petty. Mm-hmm. Um But outside eyes are always helpful, especially there's seven of us right now. So um, that's definitely going to be an insane help. Sure. Um, and Maggie Keegan will be our guest director. Oh, cool. Uh, so, yeah, so that starts tonight. I'm she really excited. She started
0: performing with you? In Philly, and now yeah. she's directing you. It all comes oval full circle. Full oh, weird oval. Full circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ish. yeah, yeah, right. Uh,
1: and then in Goat Rodeo, we've always had Sam Russell Craig, and we have a head writer, Christian Uh And then when Christian got busy, it, it's Bill Flynn now as a head writer. So, um, so yeah, it's a little bit different. In Manny Petty, it's we are an independent team, so we kind of... We do get together steadily. We do a lot of sharing, like, online Mm -hmm. and, like, give notes, like, in our own time when we can. Uh, And then Goat Rodeo has, like, a very specific time we meet here and we have a space provided for us Mm -hmm. and stuff. So that's the main difference.
0: Uh, When you're working with a a group that doesn't have a director, when you're in a sketch group that doesn't have uh, that voice Mm -hmm. or that eye, uh, do you find it difficult to uh, cut the fat? Of um, sketches or you know be honest with each other
1: yeah oh uh, it hasn't been in Manny Petty ever i don't think it's we tried to write one sketch together we realized shortly after that we have to write individual sketches <laughs> or like maybe like team up um but we wrote one sketch for one of our first theme shows together and there was like a hundred things going on but we all sat in madonna's living room with a laptop and we all pitched all these things it's there's 700 things going on in the end, I think it was about Madonna played a blue person named Bloopy, uh, who was like an avatar uh, with a baby doll arm coming out of her head, who was being cast in the Annie Hall remake that was being directed by a cryogenically frozen Lindsay Lohan. So uh,
0: that is a lot of unusual things. Yeah, was, <laughs> I'm sure there were a
1: hundred more. So yeah, after that, we're like, we can't, we can't have five writers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like we can't for one sketch. We can have five writers, but we write our. Uh, own things okay but yeah that's uh everyone's been really i mean manny putty we didn't know we we didn't all know each other very well but we all got along really well and we all kind of trusted each other enough and trusted ourselves enough which is important to give notes and criticism and like we all felt very comfortable uh and non-threatened by i mean that's that's basically when you're doing any sketch comedy you have to be confident enough sure um to, you know. And you get to take home. home that plaque. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Two plaques. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. We're quitting host- now. <laughs> you hosted last year, right? I did.
1: Yeah, with Daryl with Charles. Darryl, yeah. It was really fun and it was really cool to see Kate and Aaron's uh take on it this year cuz like every year's so different. I think mm-hmm. I've been there every year. Uh yeah, I've been there every year. So like yeah, Joe Moore hosted one year. <laughs> uh Grimaccio hosted yeah. one year. Like everyone gets to do whatever they want and like have their team of writers, and it's really really cool it'll never be the same yep. year to year which is great uh, uh everyone did you present
0: didn't... at all this year
1: i did not no i presented so you go a...
0: from hosting to just i'm gonna take home this plaque
1: yeah well i didn't think that way um <laughs> well, that, uh, <laughs> but it's
0: the way it worked out yeah
1: well i'm glad i remembered the plaque because uh tequila shots were being requested so <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yes i the plaques are home safe and sound uh for now but uh, <laughs> but yeah till i saw them on ebay <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, all of
0: mine have been sold, uh, and they fetch nothing. <laughs>
1: Did uh, you really sell no, them? No, no, no. no. Uh,
0: they, they are on my... For Bitcoin, next so Right now, they're next to my computer,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I was uh, cleaning out my closet yesterday.
1: Oh, nice, <laughs> nice.
0: Not that it doesn't mean anything no, to me, guys. No, it means
1: a but it's like, yeah, it's like uh, you know, it's like saying, like, good job to someone. It's, you know, that means, that weighs more than any yeah. physical
0: I've been okay. in the process of painting my room for the better part of a year and a half. Okay. Uh, and there's nothing on my walls. Um, but yeah, comes. I would, uh, it does mean something to me. Yeah, no, uh, I know. Be- we're Asteroid, just, Asteroid, yeah.
1: Bits. Asteroid one.
0: best, uh, best improv yeah. group. <laughs> I got Getting Close podcast winning that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so.
1: Award winning, uh, right here. Yeah, the award <laughs> winning Getting Close podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and now yeah. this year's
0: Stark Raven Mad one, which yeah. is kind of ridiculous that's awesome i know Um, i almost
1: hopped up on stage because i was on like one of them Yeah, i I feel
0: particularly good about star grave mad winning because not only did i not vote for it but i didn't mention my podcast in any kind of uh
1: like facebook or any (laughs) post because i
0: i'd be honest i didn't want to win yeah um i didn't want Getting Close to Win, because I felt like improvisers, because there's a lot of improvisers voting, yeah. might vote for it just because my name's attached,
1: yeah. well, which I felt
0: like was the only that, reason it won last year.
1: That's the thing about it. Like Our community is very close-knit, but like, there's still some like separation, too. And so like people will be like, oh, I heard of them. I'll vote for them. So like it doesn't, you know, you never know yeah. with those things.
0: Yeah, because last year I, I wasn't, I didn't think Getting Close deserved to win. Um I- but I'm very happy that Stark Red Mad won because there's a lot of Philly... Improvisers, uh, performers that are involved with it. You've been on yes. there. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, And we're coming back uh, February 8th. Nice. Um, we're going to be doing a podcast that night, so it'll be up on February 9th. And oh, then we're sweet. going to do uh, some episodes then, so I'm sure you, you, that you'll be back.
1: Oh, yeah, um, love to.
0: throughout the Throughout the season.
1: And my friend Dan um, McLaughlin's been on. Yes. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> so I saw him the other night, and I was like, oh, yeah, you have to come to the Without Awards because the podcast you're on <laughs> is up for an award. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let's get to some, some plugs. Yeah. Uh hit, hit, me some, hit me with some dates. when oh, you got come up? gosh. Out?
1: So much. Uh, so, uh, this week... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, this Thursday and Friday, as we said before, is, uh, Gate Radio presents Disney Frozen, uh, okay. right here at the Philly Improv Theater. 2030 Sansom Street, second stage at the Adrian. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> And that's at 9 p.m. both nights, Thursday and Friday, the 29th and 30th.
0: With Swedish opening up both nights. Yes,
1: with Swedish. uh, Brian Craig, who is amazing, uh, directs them. That'll be a great show. They're amazing. Um, I was at the Iron Sketch finale, and that was insane. Their set was insane. Um, So, yeah, if you didn't see it then, come see it Thursday and Friday because it'll be great. Mm -hmm. And uh, Good Rodeo is pretty great, too. Um, and then I have an Axis of Evil show Ooh. February 1st at Fit, uh, competing with the Super Bowl. Uh, and that's me, <laughs> Ralph uh, and Shannon DeVito, uh, former King Fridays. We applied to an F. Harold festival as King Friday, and we were the only three that could make it. So we did a mono scene, uh, which we learned from Amy Rowe, and then we did like the Chicago Improv Festival. Was that the
0: submarine?
1: The snow globe. Snow globe. Yeah, okay. there was a snow globe one. We were, uh, we became the Axis of Evil because we mentioned uh, Hitler. We did a lot of weird stuff in that one. <laughs> so, uh, and then I have um, back to Shannon and also Chris McRae and Jackie Baker and uh, Sam Russell Craig. Uh, we have and Brian Kelly and Paul. Did you say back to Shannon. Yeah, so I'm, I'm plugging the oh, next you're show. Back and to then back it. to, yeah, and yep. then some other uh, Goat Rodeos and Manny Petties. Gotcha. Are in this one. Uh, Bent But Not Broken is at Spank, which is really cool. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we perform on February 5th uh, at 6.30 p.m. So if you're in New York, uh, UCB Chelsea, uh, that'll be crazy and really mm-hmm. cool. And the uh,
0: Without Award or Philly Comedy <laughs> Award nominated.
1: Yes. Bent But
0: Bent, Not Broken. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was a lot of fun, um, and I'm glad we get to do it again. I hope we get to do it more times. Um, but, yeah, we applied to Spank, and we got in. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Great. Uh, and then Manny Petty is at Fit uh, February 12th and the 13th at 9 p.m. Um, and then Thursday night, we are with Gaper Delay, which is Meredith Weir and Molly Scullion. Mm-hmm. Molly Scullion of yes, the future. of the future, yes. Future shout-out. Um, and then Friday night, it's Brendan Kennedy... Uh, and some Philly, New York people. I think Brendan Kennedy will be the only LA person.
0: So, cool. Yeah, and then friend of the podcast, Brendan Kennedy.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: Check it, go into the, the to the Getting Close archives. Oh yeah, Check that's so
1: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> when was that? God.
0: I'm <laughs> plugging the podcast on the podcast. Yeah,
1: no, that's great. It's like full circle. <laughs> that's the ultimate full circle. Yeah. Uh, and then I have a I have a thing that's coming out. Uh, me and my friend Drew worked on it. It's an it's an online web series uh, with electric kite animation and puppetry. Okay. And we're doing uh, this show called Sparogian Friends, which is about a witch puppet who hosts a kid's show. And we're premiering our first episode during the Super Bowl halftime show. Because <laughs> we're going big or going <laughs> yeah. home. Um, and so yeah, Joe Sabatino made the puppet, uh Fred Brown and his friend Drew Evans made an original score for us, so
0: Fred Brown. Of the future. Of the
1: future, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to get to get the future in there one more time. Uh so yeah, that's that's all. Um this just happens to be you caught me at a really busy time. I usually don't have this much going on. Uh, well,
0: I'm glad I'm really that you good. have something.
1: Thank you. Because <laughs> that would make, it yeah. makes
0: the conversation either easier yeah. than me saying, all right, yeah, let's get yeah. to some plugs. And you saying. Well, two uh, years
1: ago I did a show. Yeah. Um,
0: I don't know. Are you hiring Mike? Could, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Aubrey Williams, thank you for uh, uh, giving me the time. Thank you, uh, Mike. Thanks for making me. us laugh. And thanks for getting close.